hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, you know, the news cycle, there's interesting stories. Mm-hmm. We do have something special that we're going to do today, and it has to uh, do with, I guess, you know, we got to get our pronunciation right, Lahana, Lahaina. Lahaina, um, yeah. Uh, Lahaina, yeah. It's. Uh, uh, I know Lahaina Luna Drive, so yeah, I guess it is Lahaina. It's uh, uh, a beautiful city, an old city in Maui. was a beautiful city. Yeah. Yep. You know. And... and um, Without trying you know, to sound conspiratorial, folks, and, and it's hard not to, okay, with this story, because the more you dig into this story, the more it does not make sense, okay? I mean, you can you can say, oh, you guys are just looking for something. No, there's too much here to ignore. Well, let's back that bus up just for a second. There's a lot of people, and I, I think everybody is going, there's something not right about this story. There's something not right about a lot of stories everywhere going on in the USA. But people are afraid to mention, yeah, I go to church, I'm religious, I'm, yeah. I'm a Christian. Because if you say that, you're, you're, you're a religious fanatic. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah, that's that's how the left makes you feel. And then if you go, well, I think the election was stolen. Oh, oh. You're a denier. Yeah. I mean, and and what qualifications do you need to be to have to be a, a misinformation? Well, look what's guru. happening, Bill. Look at what's happening with President Trump right now in Georgia. They are indicting him for having an opinion. Well, His opinion know, and, was that it was stolen. Yeah. And Fanny is now going after Every Republican, uh, they're actually uh, they're going after uh, the lieutenant uh, lieutenant governor there. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, they, they want to investigate him. Of course, he's a Republican. Oh, well, uh, he's, a, he, he's a Republican. You know what? Democrats march lockstep. They sure do. Yep. If you're religious, have Judeo-Christian values, well, I don't care what faith you are. You could be Jewish. You can be Christian. You can be Catholic. You can be Muslim. There's nothing wrong with you or that. Be proud and stand together by it. If you think something is wrong in the news, stand together and go, hey, excuse me, stop this bus. You know, let's take a look at what's in the road ahead because... Hey, don't be afraid to have an opinion, folks. Yeah, speak your mind because the Democrats are going to trample all over you like a... Like a dirty coat covering up a puddle and of Bill, mud. Let's they, talk they about don't. let's talk about what the consequences are if you hide your feelings. If you hide your feelings, they just get stronger and you get weaker. And after a while, you will have no voice. If you don't use your voice, you will have no voice. So speak up. Speak what you believe. Now this getting exactly. back getting back Bill, to this Maui Lahaina situation. Um, I did a lot of research, and I'm sure you did too, and mm-hmm. there's a video going around, and it's a legitimate video. It's of the fire. And, yeah. Uh, did you see the video that I was talking about, Bill? I yeah, sent you. I, I sure did. I, I saw I saw yeah. the still shot. I saw the video. Yeah. Now, we're going to have somebody on the air here shortly, a um, friend of ours. He's actually, uh, without giving it, you know, because, again, protecting identity and right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um has a decent uh, job in the film industry. We'll we'll say it that way. You mm-hmm. you see some of his work on probably see a lot of his work on 
TV. And if not, you and will see it soon because he's a talented guy. Talented young man, and uh, that's what he does. And his dad's got a history in it, too. So credibility there, and uh, they happen to be vacationing in Hawaii. They were in Maui, and they were up in the penthouse when all hell broke loose and saw the explosions. And what's being conveyed in the news and told you the story is not what's going on. And the pictures that you see that are terrible don't even depict the the atrocity and the gruesomeness of what's really happening there. Before we go into the introduction to our guest, mm-hmm. let's just give a little uh, intro with uh, a little backstory. Um, the governor mm-hmm. uh, of Hawaii, his name is Josh Green. He made a statement, and I want to listen. I want you to listen to his statement. And uh, then we'll talk about uh, what exactly he said. I'm already thinking about ways for the state to acquire that land so that we can put it into workforce housing, to put it back into families, or to make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to people who were lost. We want this to be something that we remember uh, after the pain passes uh, as a magic place. And behind it, will rebuild. The tragedy right now is the loss of life. Buildings can be rebuilt over time. Even the banyan tree may survive. But we don't want this to become uh, a clear space where then, yes, people from overseas just come and decide they're going to take it. The state will take it. Okay, the state will take it. Now, here's the question I was, my first question was, wait a second. Uh, This property is owned by the residents of Maui. Uh, Shouldn't you be working to get them back on their feet on their own property? They have statehood, right? They got that in the 50s. Mm -hmm. They should have gotten it a lot earlier. But, you know, if you go back to the history of Hawaii and the United States, uh, you know, we annexed it. We didn't really own it. We've done land grabs there. As a matter of fact, we're the reason that they had sugarcane because the the white plantation owners came in there and uh, sucked up the land and planted the, the sugarcane, and they made an industry out of it, and they got cheap labor. Now, they say, well, it was it was because environmental stuff like that. The reason that the industry shut down was foreign competition where they were getting it cheaper elsewhere, and it was no longer a profit thing for the oligarchs or whoever really controlled all of that. And that's the story. But for if you want, if you want to sit there and get relief right now, the federal government has got your back. Now, if you sign this paper here where we get annexation, hey, you get relief. Thing is, though, they haven't, they haven't squat. They haven't done diddly squat as of now. They, well, they say they're they on the took, ground. They're doing all kinds of stuff. This started, I think it started on August 4th, okay? Mm-hmm. It's gone for, what is it, today is the 17th? Right. So we're talking about a week and a half of of uh, turmoil and destruction. But the thing I was going to say is if you own a piece of property in a, in a house that burned in Lahaina, I keep mispronouncing that name, Lahaina, uh, I, I, I'll get it. Uh, yeah, it, you know what? We could be right. We could be wrong. Yeah. Who cares? But we know. What- but the thing is, if if you own a piece of property and your house burned down, a you should have insurance on it so you can rebuild. You still own the land. 
you still own the property. What's this bit about the state coming in, the government coming in, and taking your property just because well, it was destroyed? It's not the state, it's the government. And let's point out a few things before we get into the interview, because it's long, but you're going to hear the beautiful things about how uh, Maui and Hawaii, and then you're going to hear about the devastation what really went on there. But I also have they, a, listen to this, this is, this is a resident, a resident of uh, uh, Lahaina, and uh, Listen to what she says. I've been reached out by investors and realtors offering to buy their land. And this is disgusting, disgusting. And we just want to make sure that people around the world understand our situation and know that Lahaina is not for sale. It is important that the multi-generational families that come from Lahaina get to continue to live in our hometown. Okay, it's Lahaina. Lahaina. She's Lahaina, a resident. Like a, yeah. yeah, Lahaina. And um, and that's good to know because you know we bounce back and forth. It's not a name yeah, that so, it's not a name that we use a lot. We don't we don't refer to it very often. Uh, but the fact is, she's talking about the problem that they have out there. They have you know parasites going out there trying to get them to sell their property for pennies on the dollar. That's what you said yesterday. But yeah, and and one of them is a big player. It's called BlackRock, which is out of Pennsylvania. But if you look them up, there's two big investment groups, BlackRock and this other one. Both in Pennsylvania, BlackRock owns the other one. But if you took all the assets, all the wealth of the world, who owns the planet? Uh, BlackRock yeah, yeah, owns yeah. the planet. And they're in there trying to buy it up. Why? It is not the state. It's the government or the real owners of the world. They want this land. They want it for a reason. Now, the big lie is... And it's a big whopper of a lie. Well, there was a there was a hurricane, and 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 the lines went down, and they all sparked up. All right, as as I recall, electricity on power lines, it travels down the line. So when the first one goes down, the circuit breaker goes, and you're not going to have, you know, this boom, 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 domino, spark, 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 spark. And besides that, the lines were down before the fires. And, and let's talk about another little, we're, we're, we're kind of stepping into the area of conspiracy, which I think we should, because there's enough to talk about in this area. Um, I don't know whether people are aware of this or not, but the firefighters are complaining that they started to fight the fire and the water was turned off and they couldn't get the water back on. Well, the road barricades went up and nobody saw them before the event happened. Why the hell is that? There's and a, then you s there's a book of which, which is, there's a book about the fires in Maui. Uh, you can go to Amazon and find it right now. It's called uh, Fire and something. I, and I there anyway. There is a book. It's it's uh, at Amazon and it was published the day after the fire. Okay, I've lived through four hurricanes, and you know a Category Three and a Category Four. So I think I know a little bit about what they look like, what they feel like. I've stood in the eye of a storm with a microphone, you know, because we're stupid media people. And then all of a sudden you go, where, where is that train coming from? Oh, no, it's a, it's a tornado. Uh, but anyway, my point is they're talking about hurricane force winds that are blowing there. The winds are 40, 50, 60 that's, miles an that's hour. That's not a hurricane force, right? 75 miles per hour and above, and that's... That's the minimal category one. You can go look it up of what it will do. 
the wind that was blowing might snap a twig off a tree, but wouldn't break a branch. There was nothing falling down. And so another you know, thing, a couple Bill, of sparks didn't whip into a big fire instantly. Another thing. At the time of the fire in La, uh, Lahaina, Lahaina, mm-hmm. um, my, <laughs> multiple fires on the island started at the same time. Multiple fires in different locations started at the same time. Now, I, we did. We started to talk about something, and we we got away from it. It was the image on the internet, and the image on the internet looked like what they call an energy pulse. Some people say it was a laser, a laser right. weapon, and and they do have these weapons, folks. They're on some of our naval ships right now. They also have them mounted on some airplanes of ours. Uh, right, and and um, so. There's speculation by some, and if you go on the internet and look for the video, because it's there, you will see this pulse. In, and it right. seems to pulse, and then when it hits the ground, explode. So uh, you can say what you want to say. There were no transformers blowing up in the area, you know, that would have well, caused this. It's interesting because we have a big naval yard there, Pearl Harbor, a famous one, obviously. So we have ships there. We have an Air Force base there. We have all kinds of things there that could have gotten there yeah. immediately H- to help. Field. But uh, it took the Coast Guard two days to, to, to travel across uh, the islands and get over there and help out and start fishing bodies. Over 2,000 people missing. And yet citizens. Dead so far. And yet citizens got in their boats and brought food from other islands to the beaches of uh, of Maui and they shuttled them in on um, paddle boats or what do you want uh, ski doos you know you know those uh, motorized sea-doos. yeah sea-doos. they they brought them in and, and then the people formed a, a chain and they took the items and passed them to the beach this was being done by citizens when it w- should have been being done by the military. They should have been dropping pallets have, of supplies. Well, yeah, you got to sign that contract. There, there was a deliberate intent here, and they will tell you, well, you know, the uh, the plantations shut down without the farmers to till the grounds and keep it down. It was it was the perfect disaster. Unfortunately, with that story is that land actually was clear, and where it is, it didn't burn. No, the city burned. And there are, massive right. land, there are massive landowners in Maui. Oprah Winfrey owns over 800 acres. Jeff Bezos. There, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Why didn't their property burn? <laughs> Good question. One other thing. One other thing before we get into our interview. Think about this. In 2017, in Las Vegas, there was a mass shooting. You all remember that, the MGM Hotel, right. where the guy got up in, the, in, the, in one of the rooms way up near the top, mm-hmm. started firing down on the people, killed 58 people. 58 people. They had press conferences. They said they were going to do this and they were going to do that, and they got nothing. There was no explanation, no co-conspirators. They didn't find anything out, and it just faded away. Some say it was a huge, massive cover-up. Well, the incident commander on that on that case in Las Vegas, his name is Pelletier, John Pelletier. Some will say Pelletier en français, but however you pronounce it, 
the incident commander of that of that shooting in Vegas in 2017 that killed 58 people is the police chief in Lahaina. He's the police chief in Lahaina. He went out there. He made a statement, all right. And some say, what the heck is he talking about? Listen. We find these, you know, our family and our friends. The remains we're finding is through a fire that melted metal. We know we've got to go quick, but we've got to do it right. So when we pick up the remains and they fall apart, and so when you have 200 people running through the scene yesterday, and some of you, that's what you're stepping on. I don't know how much more you want me to describe it. I mean, people were running from the fire, and they were running through the town, and apparently there were remains that were charred, and they were stepped on. But, but is this something this guy should have been talking about? No, and and he's almost what? he's almost crying in the video, Bill. It's like, geez. well, yeah, it was probably an act because for a fire to melt metal, when you forge metal, how hot is that? Oh, I know. Um, uh, that's pretty darn hot. And if it's that hot, there's not going to be charred remains of a body. It's going to be ash eviscerated and probably become part of the molten metal. So. In a wildfire that sparked from a grass fire got that hot to melt metal. Mm. There's there's so many inconsistencies with the story that, you know, and I, and I could go back and relate to an incident of a ship fire, a naval ship fire that my brother was on when uh, they, had a, they had a boiler blow up in the engine room and, you know, the magazine was right next to it and everybody was <laughs> getting the hell off the ship. But there were people left behind to fight that fire. And that didn't even melt the metal. And that was some over 2,000 degrees, 3,000 degrees. So what does it take? What are the the odds that the police chief in Lahaina is the same guy who was the incident commander in 2017 in Las Vegas? He's a plant. Yeah, that's what it appears to me. I mean, it's just, it's not... Just a coincidence, is it? It doesn't sound like it. Well, here's what it sounds like to me. Uh, there's a couple of things going on here. It sounds to me like somebody wants that land, they want that property, and it's not to help the people out. The people don't want to give up their rights to the property, and they've had enough, and they said, okay, we're going to take it. A thief will sit there and just take it from you. And you know what this and- governor is doing? moratorium on real estate sales of the properties in Lahaina right now. Mm -hmm. That means that the people who own the property can't do anything. They can't do anything with it. But the government will come in and land grab and annex. And, you know, there's something really, really wrong with all of this, I had another point I was going to make, but in our conversation here, it well, I know it's been, it's, it's, been, it's, it's um, there's so many there's so many aspects yeah. of this story that you sit there and go, where do you begin? Yeah, to to get into it because it's got a lot of elements to it, but we are being lied to, and um, I think most people feel that the story this this is the whopper of whoppers. I mean, we talk about the big lie. The big lie was the fact that we were calling them out on stealing the election. But, you know, you can't say that 
You know, you can't you can't say anything. And now would be a good time, I think, uh, to uh, do our our interview with our guest this morning. You might want to again do a little introduction. I think you do it on the tape, but uh, you know this gentleman personally because you've worked on some of his projects. Well, and, we got a project coming up. We were gonna, actually this weekend. We were going to do a project, mm -hmm. you know, and um, uh, and and shoot it down in, in Jersey. But that's been put back because he went on a family vacation. His name is Joe. I'm not going to give you the last name or tell you where he works and give you his address because that's none of your business. He doesn't need that. <laughs> that uh, no, he doesn't because you might send him and say, hey, thanks for the good job. But then there would be idiots at his doorstep, and he doesn't want that. As a matter of fact, he was very reserved in what, you know, you could, you'll hear it that he was. He didn't want to sound know, conspiratorial, and I don't blame him. But he did have no. some interesting things to say, and I'm not going to tell you what they are because I want you to hear the interview. He does it better than I do anyway. Yeah, he, he does. And I, I will say this. There was a, because it was a Zoom, uh, not a Zoom call, but it was a conference call. I live out in the country. So there's times and cases where my phone connection can you hear me? Did you hear, can you hear me now? Uh, I was in one of those situations. Yeah. So I really didn't talk that much. Jim, you did a great job carrying it through. Joe, you did a good job of uh, uh, just being honest and telling the experience yeah. and painting the picture. It was a family vacation. It was this immediate family. At a beautiful place. At a, At a beautiful, beautiful place. place. And they were there a week. And then all hell broke loose. But it didn't slowly evolved it was snap of finger and boom there it goes there it is mm -hmm. and i mean this guy's getting married next month and uh i'm not going to say where he's going but uh, another nice place and hopefully it'll be a lot better yeah. than this experience because i would think of hawaii you know oh. he he said he had six days in paradise and then all heck broke broke loose yeah. you know yeah and, and then he opened the door and it turned to hell yep shall we uh shall we roll yeah, the tape go with it we have a pretty incredible story. Uh, a friend of mine was in Hawaii when everything went down. Uh, I'll just say, Joe, I don't want to give your your whole identity and where you live and all that stuff out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you had a nice penthouse view in Hawaii. And, and uh, well, you know, just take it from there. It, it started out a beautiful trip. And then yeah, I, the gates of hell opened up. Yeah. I went out to Hawaii uh, two weeks ago. I, I were on a two-week trip. My whole family, we all went out there. We stayed over at the Santa Kohana. A friend of ours, he has a, a condo there. It's very nice. Yeah, it does have like a penthouse view. Very big. I had a very big window in the bedroom. And we were like five, maybe ten minutes from Lahana. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first week, amazing. Eating like kings, getting that whole Maui experience you know went to all the nice places went to lahana plenty i went there probably three times mm -hmm. on the trip got a lot of some of the last footage of the place and the next week i think it was i, I might have my dates mixed up but early in the second week a hurricane happened it was 50 60 mile per hour winds that's what they said i was out and about i was walking around that night i didn't see anything major happen like i saw branches fall off trees that's about it mm -hmm. but the next day they said that all the telephone poles we had no power nothing all the telephone poles electrical poles they all went down all over on the side of the island so we had no power 
Spruce Valley was no power reception, no cutoff from everything. And nothing was open. So they closed the roads. I think maybe it was the first day. It could have been the second after Lahana burnt down. But all these roads were closed. Um, I don't know who closed them because I only saw two cops the entire time we were there. And everything was closed down. So nobody from the other side of the island could get over to their stores to open them up. So your first day, no one really thought too much of it. We all thought the power was going to come back on the first day. And we were kind of, you know, you don't panic on what's happening. Um, then after, I think Lahana burnt Monday or Tuesday night. After that, it was chaos on that wow. island. Everybody from Lahana came over to our area. Uh, and it was, it was crazy. So a lot of people lost their homes. I talked to a lot of people. I interviewed them. I took my camera on the trip. I interviewed uh, a bunch of people, business owners mm -hmm. that had places in Lahana that their homes burn up, their businesses. Uh, it's just, Joe, just crazy. I, like I, saw, I saw a video uh, just this afternoon. Uh, this is after we did our show for today, our podcast. And I saw a video of what looked like, and this is the craziest thing, it looked like an energy beam of some kind that literally yeah, I've, had, I've, some, I've had a lot of people send me that video i watched it yet. i just i'm trying to like you know what i'm saying like i was i was there i watched lahana burn mm -hmm. i saw firsthand videos of people that i was waiting in food lines with mm -hmm. trying to get in the shelters get food um i feel like i kind of skipped over that there was no food there was there was nothing wow you had you had locals that let me rewind here so those first two days, mm -hmm. everything's closed down. This is what I was getting to. So right after Lahana burns, this place went up in flames. No one knew it was going to happen for some reason. I don't know. Boats were exploding. I could see this from my bedroom window. The next day is when uh, stuff really got crazy. So like I said, this is day two. We're in a day three, day two or three with no, no one has food. All the stores are closed, um, especially the people in the hotels. They you know what I mean? You're not usually stacking up sure. your stuff. You're staying. Why? You're going to restaurants. Um, but also the locals there in that area are very like, um, they're just very trashy. They don't have a lot of teeth. A lot of them are crackheads. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's what you're with. You're waiting on food lines with. Mm -hmm. There's no food, water, no gas. Every gas station on that side of the island sure, didn't have a back of Where was FEMA? Where was, you know, you would have thought that right away there would have been some kind of emergency management program nobody. out there. Nobody. There was nobody. I saw two cops at a at a food mart or whatever it was protecting that. So they didn't have people for trying to break in there. That was it. I when didn't see anybody show up until probably five days in. All right. Yeah. And what they did was the best. This is the best. They, they can't, there's no gas. In, in New Jersey, every gas station has a backup generator. Sure. Wall. This place had no, no power. So everybody... It's like the 1970s where we had a gas shortage. Isn't that in the 70s? Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah, in 1973, so, 74, yep. yes. Yeah. Yep. So everyone is parked, lines of cars. People are sleeping on their cars, everything. There's no gas. And these are the type of people I'm talking about, the locals. I'm walking trying to find food with my brother. We need water. We need food. There's, there's nine people in my family. And, you know, he kind of sent the men out to hunt. We needed to find food. Wow. We walk past a local's house. They have a barrel of gasoline. And they're, stip they're dipping red solo cups in it and sniff their huffing gas are you to get serious? high. These are the people we're talking about. Wow. Where, where people are lined up trying to get gas. They cannot get to the airport 
I had locals fighting with me, telling me, leave, you can't have our food, you need to leave. I'm like, man, we don't have any gas. We can't go to the airport even if we wanted to. Locals were drilling the gas tanks on their cars, stealing the gas. Like, oh, wow. A lot of craziness, a lot of craziness going on. People, a lot of people couldn't leave. They're stuck there. Joe, what do you think? But, uh, what do you think caused it? I mean, you were there. I, so they they told us that the hurricane knocked down all these these uh, the, the poles, all the electrical poles, and started a wildfire. Uh, not too long ago, maybe a few years ago, um, Maui got rid of all their sugar cane. Mm-hmm. You can see it. You go there, everything's very yellow, dry. It doesn't look. It used to be all sugar cane out mm-hmm. there. It's not the same anymore. So land's very dry. So that makes sense to me. Like, who build this? I'm not trying to, like, spark conspiracy stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was or what I saw, but um, there was a night where my entire family got evacuated. Um, and not by police. These are other people. Telling- wow. What? No military. So what the military did is they dropped off giant gasoline tankers, and they just they left. They hightailed it out of there. They left it to the locals to pour their own gas and do all that. Apparently, one of those caught fire. Some local guy was smoking a cigarette. Apparently, it blew up. That's what, they, that's what people were saying. Wow. We got well, evacuated, we got evacuated because of that. Let me ask you this. You were talking about what looked like drones, weird lights. It's that, not that's what we're to, yeah. So we get evacuated. Yeah. Uh, we drive up to, it was like near the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. They had power, um, but they just, they lost it. It was done. Their generators went. We're at this parking lot. So I'm recording, interviewing another woman who was there. She just fled because her house was going up. And just in the interview, I look up. I have this all on camera until you hear me freak out. I look up. I see 15 to 10 stars. This is how high it is, stars in the sky. Um, and there's a commercial flight flying directly under them. Uh, and they move, they're move. they moving like serpent in the sky. Mm-hmm. And you know how fast airplanes are, you sure. know? commercial flights they're fast yeah these are these are so quick these stars they're moving 10 times faster than this plane oh, they're, wow. they're just beelining it beelining it through the sky and like a serpent just like you see a snake move like that yeah. just moving and then one by one from right to left they they just like they just like i don't explain they just were gone they just beamed off one by one like they just faded away. They went higher up Boy, than the stars. It was, that, it was that incredible. Sounds, that sounds like something a, a lot. There's something more going on than than they're telling us out here. And as as I was interviewing this woman, she says, "This sounds like a cover up." Like people were telling me the news, and I looked up and saw that. I thought it was the craziest thing. But a lot of people telling me it's government drones. And, but I don't know, I'm I'm really into technology. I do film stuff. That's mm-hmm. like my thing. I love I love drones too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a great piece of equipment. But, man, I've never seen a drone that high up do something like that. Uh, I feel like the government would use them for everything. They would, they, they still use AC-130s and Blackhawks. Right. Why would they just use those? It's just insane. You know, like, I, I hear also, I hear that uh, there are people out there now trying to buy the property from the, the owners out there. And, and and literally, yeah, who is that again? What's what's the company? BlackRock or is something? it BlackRock? It might be BlackRock. I heard I heard some of the oh, companies. and that, that yeah, that's, that's a big uh, that's big money. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, so and I guess what they're saying now is uh, the governor of Hawaii said any company that does that 
will be on the you know uh, our blacklist. They will not. Uh, they won't get any favors from from the the state if you do something like that. If you're preying on people who have been uh, damaged, you know, by the by all this uh, destruction. But you know, it just sounds like we're not being told the truth about what what happened out there. You know, oh, it, it, being there was ten times worse because we. There's no news. There's nobody to talk to. Everyone's just panicking. And there was this fire at their fire. They said that they put it out. Another fire comes up somewhere else, completely different area. Just like basically was surrounding us. There was no one for us to go. We couldn't leave. Joe, why do you you think they they closed down all their sugar cane? I mean, that was a major industry in that area. Yeah, yeah, it was. I heard when I was talking to locals, they said that it was too dangerous uh, the way they would burn it, and it would go into schools, get kids sick, and make the people sick. Oh, I also wow. heard that, um, and then I heard the opposite about the money thing, that then became too expensive to ship it. I just heard totally different things, but wow, uh, it completely, I think it like wrecked Maui's environment. It you, is just, you can't see it coming dry. back anytime soon, I, I imagine, huh? I mean, after what you... Absolutely you've... not. I don't think they're going to let anybody in. I heard... Locals saying that's probably going to be two years till any tourists come back. They need to just rebuild everything. It looks like I'm a big movie guy. It looks like Terminator 2. It looks like Judgment Day. Oh my God. I I didn't really get to this part yet, but on the last day, I I drove through through Front Street. I actually went through the road closed thing. Yeah. I went around all that because I I didn't have any gas. Me and my family needed to get to the airport. I was like, this is the quickest route. We got to go there. Um, the cops, the military did stop me eventually when I got way further down, but guys were telling me that were there. They said, do not look into the cars. Do not. And I knew what that meant. People were, people were being burned up in their cars. They, there's oh so much traffic. God. Fire moved too fast. They were just getting engulfed in flames. Tons of them, like tons of people. And not, that's not even people in the buildings, on the streets. These are just in their cars. And there are, there's so much traffic in that whole area. I had to drive around everything. I just, it looked like people were sitting in their cars. Joe, you're, you're a, if, I, if I got the story right, you're a director. You do films. and uh, Yes, yeah. All right, so you, you've you seen special effects. I mean, that's something that's part of your business. And Absolutely. And well, let me ask you. you mentioned that. Let me ask you a question. The, 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 that particle beam that we see on this, uh, you know, the, the video that's going around the Internet right now that looks like, it's coming out of the sky and hitting part of a field and exploding like a bomb. Um, yeah, I, I didn't watch that video yet. I just, I'm still, I got back like a day or two ago. I'm just trying to get my bearings still, but. Well, I, you uh, know, I, I know, I know that yeah. you can do, uh, you know, Photoshop and you can do, a, you know, uh, a, what do you call it? A, a ton of different. I heard a lot, a lot of people claim it's real. I don't know. That's all. Well, that's just I, it. I have friends that are in the movie industry that do that stuff. Yeah. They sent it to me and were like, man, did you see this when you were there? Like, is this. Like, they're asking me if it's real because they can't tell, and well, I, I don't know. When a guy does no special idea. effects for a living and he's, he's saying this looks real, there's got to be something yeah, that's to a, it. Yeah, and then he raised an eyebrow for sure, and yep. I went, ah. Uh, well, know, the, but, the fact that everything happened so quickly, I mean, sparks from a telephone pole going down and what they call tropical storm winds, it's it's not a hurricane, Dill. It's 75 miles an hour, 50, 60 miles an hour. It's strong winds. Oh, so this is what I was going to get to. So I was out there. I know they said the winds were strong. I was out that night. I was walking around. The worst I saw were tree branches falling. When I was driving through Lahana, there were trees 
I can't even describe the size of these trees. They're ginormous. Yeah. The roots are just so strong. Yeah. They were ripped clean out of the ground. So you got to picture this with me. If, if you Google Lahana, maybe use Google Maps or something, you'll see mm -hmm. the town. It's a very, it, was, it was a very old historic town. I think sure. it was founded in the 1600s. Everything is wood. All the man-made objects are wood there, all these towns. This whole little town there. Right on the, it's right on the water too. They have a very beautiful like pier with all these these yeah. very expensive boats. These all went up. I saw videos. It, it's funny. The guy was saying was he showed me a video. He said it looked like CGI. Boats are exploding. Oh my gosh, it was insane. But as I'm driving through there, everything is gone. It's destroyed. The only thing um, that I saw that was intact is where they said the fire came from. All the grass, all these trees that ripped out of the ground. None of those trees all surrounding Lahaina are fine. The poles are all down, all the electrical stuff. There's even some houses up the way that are burned down, but not the trees. I thought it was one of the craziest things. Joe, you know what? But, you know what else is crazy? I, I saw this on uh, one of the news programs. There's a Catholic church in that town. Yes, I went to that church on Sunday. I am a Catholic. Yeah. I was there on Sunday saying, how beautiful is church? And I, I was so sad. I was like, I can't believe it. But it didn't burn. Gone. I'm so upset. It didn't. It, it the did trees, not. Everything is fine. Yeah. On that church, I can't even believe it. The I neighborhood is gone. The neighborhood is everything. gone. But but the church is still standing. Like it, it wasn't no, it's touched. Miraculous. Like, yeah. There's. You know. I actually didn't see it when I was driving through there. I did not see the church. I yeah. just. I thought it was gone. I was like, ah. I was actually pretty upset about that. Yeah. Until I got home, someone sent me a video of the church. I was like, no way, it's still there. It's amazing. I was there hours before that town. I was on Sunday night. I was there. Joe, did you shoot a lot of footage? I did. Not of Lahana, though. My jaw was dropped just walking through. I was very upset. It was terrible seeing yeah. that. Yeah. Seeing that town just, just destroyed. But uh, I took a lot of video of the, of the people. It was more of just the interviews of yeah. the talking to these people. I, I met a, a man that I'm not sure if he owned it or he ran the place, but it was a, it was a gallery, an art gallery, um, a very expensive art gallery right on Front Street, Lahana. It's funny because I was there, and I, I the reason I went there is because I saw a cat, a stray cat. I'm walking with this cat, and that's how I ended up talking to the guy on Sunday before the place burnt down. I talk, me and him are talking about the cat, and he's telling me he runs the place. I see, I see someone else he works with. Days later, he tells me, dude, the whole place is gone. He's like, that whole art gallery you're talking to my my friend that works there. We both work together. It's all gone. You know, and I went, yeah. The I went in there is because of a cat. He's like, Rusty the cat. I'll even write them the beforehand. Yes, yeah. I sure. saw both these guys beforehand at the art gallery. I only saw one one of the guys later. He was at, he lost his house. Like the gallery's gone. He's telling me they had original Andy Warhol paintings, everything. But you know, said, Joe, you know what played, I he played it out like this. You know what I can't figure exactly out. The, you you, you said you said it's a, an old area. The, everything is wood. It's you know the trees that we were talking about are big rooted trees have been around probably for hundreds of years, and mm -hmm. and um, you know that uh, there have been other fires in the area probably on and off throughout the years, and they they never had this happen to it before. No, you know? this it's, it sounds terrible to compare it to this, but this is what the locals said to me. They said it was like very similar to like not they didn't experience nine eleven. This was like that for them. Yeah. And this was such a historic place for them. Yeah. And to have it just burned up, so many lives lost. It looks like Nagasaki like after, you know, it's just, yes, it's it level. really does. It really, yeah. Yes, it really does. It's it's crazy. I was, I 
spoke to a lot of people. I spoke to a woman on the on the flight home. She told me her stepdad just got engulfed in flames. He died. Oh dear gosh. He watched him die. There's just so many insane stories when you're there just listening to those people. Boy, Joe, uh, you, trying to think. you you've had you've had an amazing experience. I mean, this is this is something you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. I it, unfortunately, man, I think the worst part of it all, uh, which I kind of mentioned earlier, were the locals. There were people. So the Hawaiians were the coolest people ever. We they lost all, all those people. The Hawaiians lost their home. They ended up basically kind of camping out with us outside. I still had a place to sleep, thank the Lord, but. Um, we ended up sharing our food with them. We grew, we, we barbecued with them. Um, they were they were such great people. There was a bunch of them. They were just great people. Very relaxed people. You know, they they stayed calm through everything. Then you have the locals. These there there's there's people that are very like entitled. They there's a man. He owns a restaurant. Um, I'm not sure if I could really throw him under the bus or not. But this guy refused to feed people. He only fed like his staff. These people, these people needed hunger. These are the Hawaiians. They lost yeah. their homes. He refused them and us. This 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 restaurant was right next door to the place we were staying. It's like in the same place. It's kind of hard to explain. If, you, if I'll tell you the name, you can look it up. You can be like, this guy wasn't giving you guys food? He's kicking people out of his restaurant. It was insane. I couldn't believe his full stack kitchen. He's telling you to get out of here. He's trying to flight people. It was incredible. And Joe, when, when you left, when you left, how was it? Was it was there some recovery coming back? I mean, are there still fires out there? We're not being told a lot of the story, even oh, now. I heard, I heard it's worse. Um, my brother made friends with a kid. They're both like seventeen. He was texting me. He said he said they're rioting now. I can't understand why the power came back on in our area, but most of the places, the stores, mm-hmm. um, they don't have power. So he was telling me people were rioting, like they just started. And I, I said. On the East Coast, that would have been like day two. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think it's crazy, man. I think it was nuts that none of those stores were open. There were no, there was not, a, I couldn't see a single cop, no law enforcement. Wow. I saw them miles. I probably walked like five miles with my brother all the way down, almost to Lahana. And th- there was two cops I saw. That was it. And they did nothing. They weren't doing anything. They were sitting there just put their feet up, relax, and I was like, man, this is, like, insane. You guys aren't doing anything. You know, if you have any video you can share or you want to share... um, I'll I'll give you guys everything. We'd love to to get some. I think it's good. I I still can't believe that there are people that were refusing because we're tourists. They wouldn't give us food. They're telling us to go home, get out of here. They're trying to take food from us. And, like, we need food. We need water too. We're in the Hawaiians are like, dude, you guys are in the same boat as us. So you get out of here. We couldn't leave. We didn't have gas. We needed to get these things. We didn't have water. We need it was survival. That's what it was. You had to fight with people for food. Like, wow. I think I think it's insane. Joe, sure, out of all the time you spent out there, how much time did you have uh, be prior to the uh, the fire and the tragedy? I mean, did you have enough time to have a vacation? I had six or? days. I, I had six days of a great vacation. I did everything. I went to Mama's Fish House, mm-hmm. one of the top five or ten restaurants in the world. Wow. Uh, but I, I went to the top of the volcano. I saw. I rode the bikes down it. It was an incredible experience. And Joe, the volcano had nothing to do with this, right? I mean, there was, there was no... Nothing to do with it. Wow. Nope. Nothing to do. Yeah, so, I, you know, I heard the same thing. Someone asked me that when I asked me that when I got home. They said, "Hey, like, was a volcano erup- eruption?" I was like, "What? Where'd you hear that?" I that wasn't it. But they this is be so widespread and instant, and I don't see how sparks and fifty mile an hour winds would do that. I would see how something 
that was man-made and enormous and deliberate. This is this is deliberate to sit there and do that widespread damage. I don't know. I don't know. All I was told well, was a wildfire. It spread because the hurricanes knocked down the power lines and those sparked up fire on the wildfire. I was speaking. I was it's so funny. My my dad was. I can't. I I spoke to him later, but my dad waited in line for seven hours outside of a small convenience store to get food. This is how big wow. the lines were. They're only letting two people in at a time. Oh wow! Uh, and during this time, I'm down the road, miles down, like I was talking about, just looking at stores that were were open, just cleaned out. Did they have security stuff. guards and stuff like that? No, Are no, 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 absolutely not. There's nobody. Really? So my dad's talking to this guy in line for seven hours. The guy's a firefighter in California. He says, man, we have wildfires all the damn time. He's like, why Why aren't there anybody out here? Like, He's like, they're so unprepared for this. He's actually really funny. I mean, cracking up. He's like, this place is a shithole. He's like, I'm never coming back here. We're unprepared. Wow. He's like, they're going to get me killed. He's like, it was It was crazy. <laughs> it was there, Wow. I couldn't believe the experience. Uh, Bill, yeah. I don't, this is uh, this is an amazing story. I, I I'm with you. I, I got to think there's uh, something going on we're not a, we're not fully uh, aware of. Yeah, I I've never believed that there's a lot of things I don't believe that's going on today, but this is weird and what really is alarming to me is that uh, BlackRock, which is a Pennsylvania investment company, and there's another company like that, but they they hold all the wealth technically of the world. They own stock in every company there is. And anytime there's a disaster, you you have these, um, uh, whatever you want to call them, but these vultures that come in, well, I'll buy your property up for pennies on the dollar, and people are just desperate to get anything, and they sell that land. But this is primo, primo property that just all got destroyed at once by no natural phenomena, but they're calling it that. And... Vultures didn't come in, but a big dark force did. BlackRock. Then they want to yeah. buy it up, and, and that know, is weird. Bill, they got this. It, we're sending billions of dollars of aid to the Ukraine to fight a war, and our government turns around and says to the people of, of Maui, "We're going to give you seven hundred dollars, a one-time seven hundred dollar gift, so you can uh, pay yeah. your bills." And I think we put. Here's, on here's the thing, though, out there. I have to say, I was really pissed off by, um, it took them, I think, five days for the Coast Guard yep. or anybody to come out to help them. It was insane. It was that long. Like, well, we and what the Coast Guard doing? They're fishing Five days there. later, without power, without food, without anything, they started um, putting up tents. But I didn't see any military. I didn't see anybody that was, like, official. I didn't see a uniform at these places, but they were they were coming up on boats. Dropping food off and leaving. They would just leave. Well, we have a Navy base there that has military personnel, and we have airmen there that are military personnel. We have feet on the ground close hey, by. We got Pearl Harbor. It's, it's yeah. an, uh, uh, how far is that away from, from where this is? They could uh, have been I, there. I, no, I think it's on another island. Yeah, I but I mean, that, it, what? There's two other giant islands right there. I thought it was crazy that there wasn't just like a mass of people just coming over. The second day in, saying, "Hey, yeah. Maui, or Vahana just burnt down. We need to help these people." It was, it was like it's a very slow burning thing over there. It just, it just seems like things just move slower over there. I don't know, but and you know, no, we kind of we kind of glossed we, we kind of glossed over it. But that that uh, those lights in the sky that you talked yeah. about that were going faster than the the airliner. 
you know, an airline is going five or 600 miles an hour up in the sky, and, and these things yeah. were making it look like, I guess it was standing still. Uh, wh what's that all about? What, why all of a sudden during... I, uh, yeah. A random... It wasn't even during the Lahana fire. It was just like a random... We had another fire randomly start up. Mm -hmm. That's what we're all saying ourselves. Like, how the hell is there not? How is there another fire? Don't they have this under control? Yeah. And we we yeah. drove off. Well, I don't space. think I don't think it was space aliens coming in to take a look. I really I do. Have no idea. I don't know. That's what I, I, I like to everybody there. I think we have sophisticated uh, uh, things that pe people don't know about. And they were probably there, and uh, we probably tested something out. And Lahana was the test site. I mean, we talked about it before the uh, the EMP uh, cannons that are now yeah. with the Navy. You got a big Navy yeah, base. There. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to get like what I saw out there. That's all. I just want like oh no no posting the footage and stuff. Like I don't know. Like I, we caught that. We caught some of that on footage. Those lights beaming through the oh, sky. Oh, you did and all that. Yeah. Uh, we have, my, my younger brother has like a, a better video than me, but you hear my reaction of. He might have a picture of it, though. I don't know. I don't know what he has. Yeah. I had to check, but I know we at least we caught it. We saw them, a, a number of them. Just you see it like moving like through the sky, but wow. uh, I've never seen anything like that ever. Well, we'll, we'll find a way to post it on our page and link it up yeah. to the podcast or the podcast. But, yeah, I'm not trying to like feed into conspiracy. Oh stuff, no, like, no, no, no! Uh, just what I saw. I'm just giving an account. Of Joe, I think I, I think it's I think it's yeah. I mean it's. You were an eyewitness to a, an incredible event, a tragic event, and uh, yeah. but you also saw some things that are unexplainable. You don't, I mean, you can't explain it. I can't explain it. Uh, you, I mean, like, it, it's kind of tough because I have a bias. Like, I, I guess I believe in, like, aliens and stuff. I like mm -hmm. sci-fi movies sure. and stuff. But I've never seen, I don't know, i never, like, seen anything like that. Something in the sky just like that. We saw shooting stars there. I saw, like, five of them. It was not the same. It was yeah. not the same thing. It was, it, it, your jaw would drop if you saw something. Like that. It could be military stuff. I, I had no idea. Hey. I don't really have the knowledge for that kind of stuff. I don't do enough research. But um, And you, you say it's going to take just, a long time, Joe, for them to recover, to get back on their feet over there, huh? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think they said two years. They don't want tourists there. That's, that's what wow. people are telling me. they got to plow it all down and build it all back up. From scratch. Yeah, I really hope they do. I, I really hope they can get as close as it looked there. It was beautiful. I, it was a great experience getting to see it. They have that movie. I think it's called Maui or something. I, I forget. My mom made me watch it before we left for the trip. She was like, yo, you and your fiance watch this. I was like, all right. And we, <laughs> we, it was a, an old movie from the 60s or something. But it's all shot in that town. It was. I was wow. walking around going, oh, this is where they shot this. There's the big tree with all the roots. <laughs> uh, and everything's gone just days oh. later after I see it. Oh, my God. What an experience. Yeah. Joe, I, I guess, uh, Bill, you got any more questions you want to ask uh, before we? Uh... No, no. He and I will touch base. We we have a project we're working on, so we'll, we'll touch base on that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of anything else. Like, I left out. There was, there was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot to, like, crazy stuff going on. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah, forgive me. I'm only like two days back just trying to like hey, listen, get yeah. my parents. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I applaud you for being as, uh, as uh, coherent as you are, <laughs> considering what you yeah, went no, through. It, was, it is crazy. Mm, yeah. Uh, I can send you guys some of the pictures that I do have, Alana. I actually recorded them off of somebody else's phone. There's a guy went through. He kind of describes in the video, too, just uh, what he saw. Um, you see, you see, it might be kind of graphic. You see like a dog burned up. 
he oh scrolls past God. that pretty quick. But but he he shows you all like the, there's a really expensive jewelry store. It burned up so bad that the the jewelry melted. Everything. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah, it was just so crazy, and um, you, you probably wish yeah, you had your. I could try to send you guys some of those interviews too. It'd be good for um, just to get that out there. I don't know where else I could put that out. Maybe you probably wish you had a. You probably wish you had an Aeroflex with you, or or a Red, or something to get some. You know, to shoot some footage. Holy smokes! Um, I had my Canon. Yeah, I brought my camera. I was out there. I, I didn't record in Mahana though. I I had my camera on me. Yeah. I just was like too. I was too like. In I shock. Explain it, like my. You in yeah, shock? I guess. Yeah. I was kind of like, just kind of like in awe of like, what happened. I couldn't yep. believe. Like I just saw the town like, two days before it burnt down, and there I was, a week later. I'm like, damn, it's just it's just gone. Wow. There's nothing left. I'm glad you're okay, yeah. Joe. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, thank you. And uh, uh, boy, uh, you, you couldn't you couldn't write a script about something like this and sell it in Hollywood. You know, I mean, the way wow, it happened, you know, people would say, ah, that's, yeah. that's unbelievable. You know, I'd say, well, it wouldn't happen that quickly, you know, and it did. It did amazing. Yeah, people don't believe me. Like, I came home and they were like, the people that just don't know, they're like, oh, like, like, uh, my landlord was like, yeah, like, where, what, what do you, where were you? You didn't pay the rent. And I was like, dude, I was in a <laughs> national emergency. He literally hit me with, He's like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't watch Hawaii news. <laughs> I flipped on that. I was, I was beat his ass. I was so mad. Yeah. I don't watch Hawaii like, news. Never. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, yeah. So do it that way. You live in their own world. They don't care about the world outside of their, yeah. their space. Yeah, I stayed on that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a terrible thing. It's very sad. It's a very sad, uh, like thing to see that people, you know, lost their homes and and things like that. Hey but, Joe. Uh, yeah. Relax. <laughs> You're home now, thank goodness. Hey, yeah, hey. I know. I saw, I, I talk so fast. Right no, now. no, no, no. Yeah. It's not that you talk fast. It, 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 I'm surprised. Like I said, you know, you are. You could be in shock for all you've seen, all all of the 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 tragedy that you've witnessed. My God, it's amazing. But what we do, we yeah. do appreciate the fact that you uh, you you took the time to to talk to us about what you saw yeah you know. i appreciate you guys let me talk about it i didn't talk about it with anybody no you're you are always yeah. welcome thank you very much what a nice guy and uh, again we'd love to give you his whole name but uh, for the sake of his privacy and his family's privacy we'll just leave it at joe we'll just leave best it at way joe. to do it he's a good guy you know uh, it's a pleasure working with him i you know I, I i hooked up with him about a year ago on a project and yeah, we've been friends ever since. I mean, I've met his family, great people, his wife to be. You know, mm. um, they're they're good people. You made and, an interesting point off uh, the air while the interview was playing about uh, what they found underneath the property oh, in Mali. Yeah, I think it was April of last year. There was a story about now everybody's talking about yeah, well they shut down the chemical uh, the the, the uh, sugar cane the sugar cane because yeah. of uh, the chemicals they've used and all of that. Okay, so let's say they did. It's not going to come oozing out of the ground in the form of black tar and be so massive and quantitative that they got to shut it down. The industry was shut down, quite honestly, because of off-island competition, foreign competition that mm -hmm. was cheaper, and that was it. Uh, we went in there. We were slave owners. The Hawaiian people were slaves, just like black people were by rich oligarch people, some white, some not, but it's just that's what it was. Let's be honest. But this black tar, what is it? 
Mm. Is it oil? Is there a big reserve under there? Well, you know, because we've been wanting to grab the land, and right now to get relief, you gotta. You know, when they had Hurricane Katrina, the winds were still blowing when they were shipping in supplies, uh, food, and medical supplies. I mean, it, it was not something which took days to happen. Well, well, think about it now, Hurricane Katrina, Louisiana. I lived in Louisiana. I lived in Lafayette, Louisiana, and in Abbeville, too. And uh, and I worked in projects out of New Orleans. Uh, they have uh, sugarcane uh, plantations down there, plants. Mm-hmm. And they have high-tension uh, you know, poles power carrying lines, the power. Yeah. Yeah, they're right there by the crops, that are there, and they don't tend the vegetation. And they had they had Hurricane Babe, which was a little over seventy five miles an hour. They had Katrina. They didn't have fires. Yeah. Now, and, and let me tell you something. Um, I, I could sing their praises, but I could also sing the fact that, you know, you go to Louisiana. Uh, there there are some aspects of it where you go, boy, here's a disaster in the making. But no, and even if it did, again. The logistics and how things work, it wouldn't have been a big flash fire like this was. And even the lines were down before the fires. So if you took all the things in, in uh, instead of as a whole of what they're saying and break it down to the individual components, you'll see that they do not connect. Mm. And that's the problem that I have with it. How do you make these pieces connect unless you go and rewrite the story All that right. you've been telling? The They're going to do that. The things that bother me about this, multiple fires on the island starting around the same time. Multiple fires. It's a fairly good-sized island, and uh, they, weren't, they weren't all in one area. They were in different locations. Okay, that, that's kind of strange. The other thing that I found strange was when he said he saw the serpentine uh, lights in the sky that were going actually faster than the jet airliners, which, by the way, are probably going 500 miles an hour, maybe 600 miles an hour way up there. And and these were passing them like it was standing still. Ten times faster, so that's five, six, seven, ten thousand miles an hour. Okay. Uh, I mean, we I also, that, that video which we talked about, you got to see it, folks. Go look for it on the Internet. Maybe if we get uh, a chance, we'll post it on our website uh, if we can do it. I, I don't even know whether we can do that or not. But uh, uh, the fact of the matter is uh, it is a video which shows the fires. There is a pulsating light that goes through. You see it going through the smoky sky and hitting the ground and exploding. And that's what we were talking about with Joe when he said that even the special effects guys were saying to him, take a look at this. Take a look at this. These are guys who make special effects for a living, and they weren't sure exactly where this stuff was coming from. You know? Uh, yeah. It might seem so simple, but it's not that simple. And I still get back to it was days before the Coast Guard came in. The Coast Guard. We have a big naval base there. We have a big military presence. And what do they do? They do humanitarian rescue things when the need is there. The need was there, but well, yet they didn't come over. Now, you know, if you want to get conspiratory, you can sit there and say, well, we do have ships that are armed with these these laser, laser pulse. Yeah. So I guess you wouldn't go rescue a place that you're about to blow off the map. And we have you know, some but, airplanes that have the weapon on it. We have airplanes that have the, the uh, laser uh, weapons underneath. They're actually built into the aircraft. Now, here's another thing, too, because they're going to find a reason or something to blame. 
Do you believe in UFOs? Or are the UFOs us? And maybe the stories that are out there are to plant the UFOs back into the minds of the American people. So, well, we've just confirmed it was an attack on us. It's one that we can't answer because it came from UFOs. That's a big conspiracy. But I'm just saying, this whole thing is ripe for conspiracy of from every direction. And I don't know, kind of like who shot JFK. Well, we we have an idea who was behind it. But by the way, so, so does uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. And that's a story for another time because we yes. have run out of time on today's program. Uh, tomorrow should be an interesting program. We're going to talk some more about what's happening in Georgia, what's happening yeah. in our country. There's a lot more going on in our country than what you're hearing and seeing on the surface. Do not believe the stories that the cable news channels are throwing at your face because they're not being honest. None of them yeah. are. You know, maybe, uh, so, yeah, the, this is a magi- they're magicians out there. Yep. You know, sleight uh, of hand and, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors. Uh, that's yep. the news. Hey, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com. If you like the show, please share it with people uh, because I think we had a good firsthand testament here as to what was really going on in uh, in Hawaii, and uh, I think People are looking for answers. Yeah. Well, there people, was a big answer for you right there. People who live out there, who experience that fire, are just as confused, maybe more so than we are. I mean, we, we're confused because the media ignored it so much initially. If it was uh, Katrina, the day of the, the hurricane, they would have had guys standing in the wind trying to hang onto a pole giving you an interview, right? But this happens out in Maui, and uh, it's like the last item in the news. And uh, now it's catching on. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the damage has been done. Bill, my friend, good show. And uh, I look forward to tomorrow's show because we're going to have some interesting stuff for tomorrow. I'm sure we'll be talking about Georgia and the indictments and uh, what's happening in our country. Hunter's attorney saying, hasta la vista, baby. I'm out of here because you're (laughs) stepped in too much doo-doo. No, no, no. He can't say that. Only one guy can say that. And oh, he says it with feeling. Yeah, feelings. Nothing more. No, than no, no, no. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?